Welcome to another episode of A Brighter Web, a show where we discuss ideas and perspectives about making the web a brighter place to be. Each podcast will interview marketing professionals across multiple industries and discover what's worked well for the digital marketing, what hasn't, and what they plan to try. I also encourage you to check out our other show, Digital Cast. Digital Cast is a frequent, super short episode podcast covering any noteworthy piece of internet or marketing news you need to know. Learn more about that at digitalcast.org. So today our guest is Christy Roselle, a consultant who owns Clearwing Communications. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, Mickey. Good to be with you. So to get things started, um, I guess tell everyone a bit more about you, where you work, how long you've been doing that, and kind of your current role. Sure. I launched my company, Clearwing Communications, this year after 14 years in the communications industry. Um, so the company's new. The knowledge is not. Um, I do a little bit of uh, advertising, PR, marketing, a little bit of everything. Cool. I help especially with content development. That's a strength and media relations. Okay. So tell me more about content development. Do you do the writing? Do you help augment existing writing? What do you do there? Sure. Um, we do a variety of writing, so um, whatever a client needs. So, I mean, I've helped write websites and work in keywords and do that kind of research, but also I do thought leadership columns and, you know, brochure copy and just a variety of content, whatever kind of content helps companies reach their audiences. Awesome. Very good. So in all this stuff that you do, what's really been working well lately that you're, you're happy with? Sure. Um, so I've got a variety of clients and some of them are B2B, some of them are B2C. Um, I'm B2B. So I think what I'll focus on today is talking about um, some of the things that I'm doing and then some of the things that I'm doing for clients, which really is thought leadership and blogging. Um, it really can make an impact when you're putting fresh content and you know all about this, you know more about it than me, Mickey, but we're putting out fresh content right now. So yeah, putting fresh content up on a website really helps with your Google and other um, search engine results. So that's a big reason why a lot of companies want to do that. Um, I was doing it for that reason at first too. But what I found after I launched is it's really helping me for other reasons. I'm getting a lot of my referrals uh, through networking and or a lot of my new clients through networking and through referrals um but what is happening is when i go to meet with these people for the first time i go to have that introductory meeting they say hey we checked out your blog on you know how to name a business if it's a new business that's starting up or um how jargon you know is killing your brand you know and they they'll mention these blogs that i've written and i put up and they found me through some other way, but when they went to look at my website, it really helped position me as a leader in what I do, and these long-form blogs, they have a lot of words, and these people are actually reading them. I mean, I was a little concerned at first, you know, with some of them that I was putting up with 1,200 to 1,500 words, and blogs do not have to be that long, (laughs) but um, I was really concerned, like, is am I spinning my wheels here like is is this worth it are people reading this and maybe it's not driving my traffic like the way it would drive like a business to consumer type of um, business but it's it is driving some traffic I'm getting phone calls of people that I've never heard of because they found me online and that's exciting but yeah that's I mean that's you know you're like okay I've got this I'm doing I'm doing it right 
But, um, but what it's really doing is it's helping position me to, as a leader and it helps people who don't know me trust me. And um, I've actually had people tell me that they're in the middle of the process and that's something that I can help with as a service, but some companies want to do, do it themselves. They want to be inspired and, and they want to come up with a name and they don't know where to start. So going on my blog and getting that information really helps them. And then when they're ready to move forward, they contact me and we move forward with maybe brand identity or, you know, some of the other things that they might need help with. Gotcha. So, yeah. Um, and then I do the same thing for, for clients as well. So um, in the past, I've written thought leadership columns for hospital presidents, right? So um, when you're doing thought leadership, you're really not selling a product. You're trying to help people. You're trying to be a leader in your industry and you're trying to help people understand um, you know, whatever topic you're talking about. So, um, I was working with a hospital president for a while and we would write these thought leadership columns on all different topics. Some of them might be about the business of healthcare, but some of them might be about healthcare itself, like, you know, heart, heart health or whatever. So we would write these columns. What my process is I get on the phone with the client and, um, I interview them. I get their thoughts. I don't want to I don't want to put thoughts into my client's head. I want to learn from them. They're experts at what they do in whatever industry they're in. So I learn all about that from them. And then I package it up because most of my clients are amazing at what they do, but they don't want to write. So I package it up. I write it. I make it nice. Um, I put that thought leadership column together. It can run in the newspaper. It can run on the blog. So that helps, you know, with that SEO we were talking about. Yeah. Um, but we repurpose it in a lot of different ways. So, I mean, it's so important to, you know, when you're taking the time to put that content together, to be able to publicize it to your audience in many ways. So we'll send it out in e-blasts. Um, we'll share it across all the social media channels and we'll share it more than once. We'll look for other opportunities that make sense for the thought leadership blog, you know, throughout the year to be able to share it continually. So it keeps working for that client, um, over time. So that's, that's one thing that I am loving doing for my clients and for my, my own business. And that I, I, it's really hard as a marketing professional to take the time to promote myself because I think we all just want to be focusing on our clients and helping our clients. Um, but taking that time to promote myself has helped my clients trust me. So it's something that I wouldn't give up even though I'm always pressed for time. Gotcha. Understood. Yeah, we all struggle with that a bit. With your personal stuff, I'd love to see stats because I've noticed for us and a lot of our clients, you know, people come to our site a variety of ways, but they almost always end up on the about page before too long. Like our about page is like our 20th most um, landed on page, but our second most popular page. Because they'll look around and say, hmm, these people are interesting. Tell me more about them. So I bet your about page is up there. But in your case, they then go further and say, okay, now I know who she is. Let's see what she's written. And they dig into that. So I wonder if there's not a way for all of us really to maybe even include some blog post links inside of the about page. Say, here's about me. Here's my thoughts on this. And, you know, run people out to different parts of the site. But that's very interesting. They, they read the long form posts and that's certainly becomes a very good lead for you. Then if they're taking the time to do that, that's, that's awesome. So, yeah, I mean, I was, it was, it was really validating and about the about page. That's one of the hardest pages to write on oh, a yeah. website. <laughs> um, getting an about page, right. is so important. People think, about it like a, like an afterthought sometimes, you know, like, oh, let's do our services, let's do our homepage, let's, let's do all this important stuff. And then the about page is kind of like relegated to the background and they think, what should I put on this? You know, which, and they, they put all this stuff about themselves, you know, and especially like 
small businesses will put just, I mean, really funny stuff or whatever. I like hiking the trails and those things are okay, but um, those are sort of secondary, like add personality to the about page. And the about page should really, really focus on how you're helping that client. So when I'm working with clients, I'm telling them the about page ain't really about you. It's right. about your client and yep. how you're helping them. And then you can throw in the fun tidbits about your hobbies or your favorite coffee or whatever, because that does add a little personality, but that should sort of be secondary backing up your main message. So um, my, my website's similar. It's really high on the about page and um, the blog posts. I don't get a lot of hits on any of the individual like service pages or anything like that, but um, oh, my writing samples page too, because that helps people know. Yeah, I can see that. But um, inbound links, you said, you know, linking from the about page, and that also helps a lot with search engine optimization. I know you're probably yep. really familiar yep. with inbound links, yep. so that's always a really good idea to be linking um, the different pages in a way that helps your uh, prospect travel through and learn more about you in a way that's going to be helpful to them. Yep. Well said. All right, so that's all sunshine and roses and going well. Let's flip it around a little bit. What's been a struggle lately, marketing-wise? Um, so launching my own company um, is what I can talk about for, for the struggle piece. Um, what I've done for clients this year has been really incredible. It's been a great year. Right? I've, I would have never thought I was going to experience so much growth so fast. Um, but for myself, you know, I come out of the gate and I'm like, okay, I'm a marketing professional. I know these 500 things that I could do for myself to promote myself. My to-do list was so long. And then I would hear another great idea like podcasts, you know, or whatever. But you, you hear these things and you're like, oh, I should do that. And then you start just doing things because other people are doing them and because they're successful. and you know what, sometimes you just got to draw the line and say, what's going to work for me and what can I try right now? And you, you don't want to throw everything in the book all at the same time. And also, if you're, if you're doing all these new things all at the same time, sometimes it's hard to track and to see what's really working. So, um, so it's important to remember that just because a new marketing tactic is out there or you've heard about a marketing tactic that you haven't tried before, make some careful consideration. It always goes back to your customer and your client and how you're helping them. And, you know, does this, is this new thing going to help you help them more? Gotcha. And that's, that's a good thing to consider. So you've led us beautifully into the next question then. What is something you want to start doing that you haven't done yet? Because it sounds like you're doing quite a lot already, but what are you looking, <laughs> looking to add to the mix? In the well, community? okay. So digital advertising, we all know is huge and it's, such a powerful thing for clients, um, especially clients who maybe their, their customers aren't always in the sales funnel, but they want to be in front of the client right then, you know, when their client enters that sales funnel, like maybe someone buying a car. Um, I don't buy a new car that often, so I don't really pay attention to automotive advertising, but when I'm ready to buy a car, Nissan wants to make sure they're in front of me. I say Nissan because I used to work for Nissan. Gotcha, okay. <laughs> so, but, um, you know, whichever auto manufacturer it is, they want to make sure they're in front of me at that time. So um, digital advertising is such a powerful way to do that. We all know through artificial intelligence and all the new technology now 
Google knows, like we're, we're dreaming about something and Google knows to service an ad for it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you see jokes about people like, how did Facebook know? Um, I, t I wrote down on a, a list, like a, like a piece of paper yesterday. Um, I wrote down something like, uh, socks because all my winter socks had holes in them last year right. so i need yep. socks and it's cold and i got served an ad through instagram today for beautiful really cool like antique pattern wool socks <laughs> and i'm like i did not even say this out loud and they knew how did they do that so digital advertising is so powerful because we can really leverage um, it to reach people who are in market for what we're doing at that particular moment and do all kinds of other fancy things. So I wanted to get into digital advertising. I knew that was an opportunity. Um, I've touched it, you know, in my other places of business. I used to work at Wellstar. I was at Nissan. Of course, we did digital advertising, but that wasn't my team. And so for my company, I, I really wanted to get into that. I got the Google Ads certificate this year, um, nice. or I, I was I was halfway to the the main certificate. I got one, and then I was going to do a second course. And um, I started doing something for a client, and I said, "This just isn't my. I, I think I'd be good at it. Um, I understand how to do the keyword research and how to do all these other pieces. I can do it, but I just don't." feel passionate about it. And I was spending a lot of time on this, this plan. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to leave this to the experts. And so I have, um, some consultants now that I can refer to. Um, I heard you guys are getting in more into digital advertising. Are, now, yeah. so I can definitely reach out to you guys if I have a need as well. Um, and that's really, that's really good knowing, you know, it's good to be excited about things and to learn new things and to be able to talk about them. And those are things that my clients can benefit from. So it doesn't mean my clients aren't going to benefit from that work. I'm just not going to do it myself. Gotcha. <laughs> so that, that was, that was one of, one of the things this year that I was like, I want to learn this. And then I decided, no, nope, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So. Cool. So I'm a very tactical guy. I like tools and seeing how to get things done. So tell me your favorite marketing tool or tools um, that you just can't live without. Okay, so Trello, I'm a Trello addict. Um, it took me years to check it out. Somebody had told me about it. She was an interior designer and a, a serial entrepreneur. She has lots of businesses. Um, and she had told me to check this thing out, and I didn't. I wrote it down on my to-do list and then just kept <laughs> letting it go to the bottom. And the funny thing is now it's my to-do list. I have my to-do list built into Trello. It's not really a to-do list software, but I was able to build it in a way that I wanted to use it. And I think a lot of people do with Trello for that. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, it's got calendars. You can do your content calendars. Like if you're in our business, um, you can do all kinds of amazing project management things. You can assign people um, projects. So when I had a team uh, like a content team at my last business, um, I had content for 11 different hospitals um, content, meaning things we were writing or stories we were pitching to the media. Um, I had 11 hospitals. I had 250 physicians practices. <laughs> I had a pediatric center. I, I had, there were so many, and then there was the, the corporate, um, there was the foundation. So there were so, so many different, um, stakeholders who would reach out to me and say, okay, we need a story. And so at any given time, I could sort of look at the way I had arranged it. You can arrange it any way you want. And it's got such a beautiful interface. Um, that's what I love about it. It's, it's easy to use, great interface. You can 
arrange it however you like. And I would be able to look at a glance and say, you know what, I've already got three stories in the queue for you right now. We're going to have to move this to November. And then they might say, well, you know, this is really timely. We want to focus on this now. And we would be able to right then rearrange what we had. Before that, I was doing it in Excel. Ooh. And yes, it was. <laughs> and I like Excel, but it was so gnarly to look at this list. I would, I would have like a list of maybe 80 items. And we wouldn't do our content meeting and get together and I'd have to move item 11 up to row one or row, you know, item two down to, you know, you gotta go insert a new blank row first to give it room to get in there. And Oh yeah, it'd be chaos. It was chaos. And so now I drag and drop, right? Like you just, (laughs) I have my little to do list of stuff that has to get done today and something pops up all the time in PR, you know, all of a sudden, you know, there's a hurricane and, um, you have a client who offers emergency preparedness, you know, you're going to try to be pitching to the media. So, um, uh, you know, suddenly two things from today's list, I'm going to pop them over to tomorrow's list. And it's gotcha. just, it is that easy. I love it. Um, I actually have earned Trello gold status, which means I get to use the paid version of Trello for free. Um, every time I give a referral, I get a month for free and I've given so many referrals. I've got a lot of free months, but it's, it's only 10 bucks a month. So, um, but otherwise it is free. Uh, I can pretty much use the whole thing without needing that, um, business plan anyway. So I highly recommend it. And I, I'm an unofficial ambassador. So anytime anybody wants a tour, I'll be like, okay, let me show you my Trello. And actually, let me show you my Trello. I, um, I'm opening my phone. I have it on my computer, of course. But when I'm out and about, you know, I couldn't access that Excel, that gnarly Excel document whenever I was away from my desk. You know, I'd write myself a note or I'd send myself an email, like add this to the list. Now I've got it here. Right. So, um, you know, I can just really quickly, you know, get anything. So it's, it's managed in boards. You can probably gotcha. see there I have like a workout board. Yep. I mean, the <laughs> I most successful systems you put everything into. Yeah. I mean, I have, yeah. we use teamwork now. We've used Asana. It's not that different from Trello, but the key is to get everything in there to, I got to go pick up cat food. I got to go to the gym, like just get it all in there. And that way yep. you don't forget about other things that slip through. If you have multiple to-do lists and yeah, it's the way to do it. Yeah. So the, the boards in there just per project basically. Yeah. I mean, that. my boards, I have like a board for, um, business operations stuff that I need like for the back end. And then I have a board for like projects that, you know, are active that I'm moving around every day. And that's the one that I mainly work in. And it's like, it's a to-do list and then I can move things off. Then I have a, what, what's called a keystone list. And that's stuff that I do every day before I get started. So it's, it's just my reminder of, okay, you got to take time to do this, even though you want to jump into your projects hit this up first. Right. So, gotcha. but I hadn't, you know, I might add things to that or remove it over time, but um, it's just, it's awesome. Oh, and this is the final thing I'll say about it. <laughs> All right. I love it so much that I've recommended, I told you, I've recommended it to so many people, but it's not just good for people in our industry. It's good for anybody. So my, my husband, he is a IT manager for um, a large healthcare system and they've switched to using it. Nice. So his whole IT team uses it. But he doesn't just use it for his team. He uses it for his vendors. So if he has some huge install project happening, um, he'll invite his vendor to that board. 
And then that vendor, when they go in and they do things with wires or whatever they do, <laughs> they take or they install an arm, you know, they go and they take pictures and they'll post the pictures to the board. All right. So you have a lot going on in your life, in your world here. How can people connect with you and follow what's going on and find your blog and social media and wherever you might be? Sure. Um, I'm on fearwingcommunications.com and you can sign up for the blog on the website. Cool. Awesome. Are you on Twitter? Where, where do you like to hang out socially? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. That's it. Not Instagram because okay. most of my stuff isn't pretty. It's words. Gotcha. Cool. Well, thanks so much for your time today. We appreciate it. Thank you, Mickey. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.